Welcome to another episode on our series of podcasts on infant baptism. I'm Pastor Stu Dammit. I'm from Christ Church Opelousas, and with me as always is Pastor Brandon Neely, lead pastor of all of Christ Church. Good to see you guys. Good to see you again, Pastor Brandon. It's been so long since we got together. It's been like five minutes, I think. <laughs> got a coffee break. We're back at it, though, for another podcast. Another episode. That's right. Um, today we're talking about Christ the Mediator. Mm. That's right. Christ is the mediator of the new covenant. How does this play into the topic of infant baptism, though? It's very, very important. In fact, it is this issue that finally convinced me. What? Really? I was a this fence This pushed sitter. you over the edge. Yeah, I was a fence sitter. Okay, okay. You know? You were kind of like, just everything's fine, just do what you want to do. And yeah, then, you know, I was just trying the, to... the domino fell. That's right. My, I, You know, you don't want to make a decision like this without some, you know, some clear... Um, instruction from the Lord, from His Word, and it was this concept right here that finally put a pin in my balloon, burst my wineskins, my, <laughs> my system... There's the biblical metaphor. Yeah, like my, my, my system rebooted uh, was, was bursted by this particular concept. <laughs> you see, what do I mean here, basically? The Baptistic idea of the New Covenant, which emerged in the... Uh, roughly 17th century in England, is that the new covenant is different in nature than the other covenants of the Old Old Testament. Okay. Okay. And the way it is different is that everyone in the new covenant is elect. Okay. And so, therefore, if you are in the covenant in any way, you cannot lose your salvation. There is no covenant judgment. There is no negative sanctions. Okay. So in the Old Testament, the Adamic covenant, okay. Davidic, Mosaic, Abrahamic, all these various stages mm-hmm. are building blocks of the covenant. Mm-hmm. And I, we've taught on this on other podcasts, so um, go back and listen. Okay. There's always positive and negative sanctions, okay. blessings and cursings. That's one of the aspects of every covenant. Right, right, right. Think of a marriage covenant. If you keep the terms... You get the blessings, do benevolence, okay. companionship, okay. etc. Right. You break the terms, you lose the blessings, you in fact get the cursings, alimony, child support. You get the boot. Right. right. I got it. Every covenant has blessings and cursings. Okay. Okay. Obviously, Adam's covenant, the original one, the covenant of creation, he broke that covenant, and all of his succession, all of his children suffer the negative sanctions of that covenant, because every covenant has covenant succession in it as well. Okay. All right. right? I got it. So the concept in the Baptistic world is that when the new is inaugurated, that dynamic of covenants is no longer in play. Now, with the new covenant, it is only Only positive blessing sanctions. Okay. No longer anything negative. Okay. So as Esau sells his birthright and breaks covenant and receives negative sanctions, what they would say is it's impossible to break the new covenant. Okay. It's impossible to receive negative sanctions. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the church membership is regenerate. Everyone in the church, everyone who is a, quote, member, Mm. who is in the covenant, Mm. who receives covenant blessings, who has access to to the sanctuary, is elect. Okay. I got it. That's the real key theological difference between all of this. See, that's... Regenerate church membership versus regenerate church membership and provisionally their children. Okay. 
This That's is, the difference. This is interesting because I see how that particular view leads to an amillennial position where everything is just random and who knows how the world's actually going to wrap up. That's interesting. I, I can totally see how those dominoes fall. There's connections. Yeah, absolutely. You can see also a connection between um, the various forces and movements at, 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 at play in our world today. Hmm. Various socioeconomic differences. The difference between Christendom, where yep. you could have an entire town who is baptized in Jesus mm-hmm. and held to his and held laws. to his standards by yep. his civil magistrate and mm-hmm. his ecclesiastical magist- ministers and his parents, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus a society that's generally secular mm-hmm. and influenced by the church, who's off on the side, who is snatching brands from the fire right. as society burns or mm-hmm. as society prepares for its you know eventual destruction mm-hmm. so it really does this concept really does create a different civilization it creates a different culture yes it creates a different worldview very very different it usually takes generations for people to even <clears throat> come to terms with these things yeah and um, but it is Dang. a different worldview there's a reason why the reformers fought with the radical reformers that's the reason why they fought with the Anabaptists. Right. You know, there was yeah, political reasons. There's political the reasons yeah. because this has to do with secularism. This has to do with Christendom. This has to do with the the nature of the kingdom on earth. Right. Right. All of this. So we're getting far far afield at this point. But that was a fun conversation. Yeah. I like that. Keep chewing on that. And keep thinking about it. Okay. okay. But Christ the mediator. Okay. Here we go. The mediator of a covenant mediates the blessings and the cursings, the positive or the negative sanctions. Okay, got it. What were the negative sanctions of the Abrahamic covenant? Well, God walked through them, you know, through the cut animals. Mm -hmm. You can see what the negative sanctions would be. Mm. What were the terms? You had to believe. That's all you had to do is believe. Mm -hmm. If you didn't believe, what would happen to you? Well, cut animals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You You would be... killed. You would receive death. The wages of sin is death. Right. There's always negative and positive sanctions. Mm. You can read the negative and positive sanctions of the Mosaic Covenant in Deuteronomy chapter 27 and 28. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the covenant sanctions for the New Covenant? Well, we know who the mediator is. That's Jesus. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Jesus sits on the throne at the right hand of the Father, mediating between God and humanity. Mm-hmm. And he is mediating, I would submit, his new covenant mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. this earth. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, he is also called the messenger, which is a similar word for mediator, according to Job 33, verse 23 and 24. Okay. Listen here in Malachi, it says, Behold, I send my messenger, or my mediator, mm-hmm. and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord, whom you seek, will suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant, the mm-hmm. mediator, messenger of the covenant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. Malachi 3, 1 and 2. Notice when the messenger of the covenant, or the mediator of the covenant, according to Job 33, mm-hmm. there will be positive and negative. Who can endure the day of his coming? A refiner's fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen to this Let's uh, as we continue to develop this concept. Notice the two-edged sword of the new covenant in the last chapter of the Old Testament, okay? okay? Behold, I am going to send you Elijah the prophet. Now we know that's John the Baptist. Right. Before right. the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. 
Okay. And he will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children. Covenant succession is promised in the new covenant. It's, it is uh, um, empowered by the pouring out of the Spirit, and we no longer have to think of things with a negative trajectory like the Old Testament. Right. We don't have to <clears throat> see this, these constant apostatizing of children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? We, if we raise our children in the Lord, they will, they will be faithful to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He will restore the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the land with a curse. Mm-hmm. See the two-edged sword there? Yep, I do. Referring to Jesus, referring to the new covenant. Mm-hmm. John 15, 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, Mm -hmm. that it may bear more fruit. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Mm. Two-edged sword of covenant mediation. Right. Blessings and cursings. Right. It's the same way as it was in the Old Testament. In fact, that's Paul's point in Romans chapter 11 when Mm. he says that God cuts branches off the olive tree Mm -hmm. of Israel, Mm -hmm. and he still does that today if they don't have faith. Right. Right? right. So the vine dresser is still pruning and, and trimming that vine the same way he always has. Right. right. But there is a pruning and there is a cutting off and being thrown into the fire. Right. Right. There is discipline and there's punitive judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a two edged sword of Christ's mediation. Right. Romans 11 Do not be haughty, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, that's the Jews, right. he may not spare you either. Roman Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Therefore, consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fell. Severity, but toward you, goodness, if you continue in his goodness. Otherwise, you will be cut off. Mm-hmm. You see? Yep. Yep. This is the, the category buster, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. He goes on in Hebrews chapter 10, 29, right, that... Those who count the blood of the covenant, right, or profane the blood of the covenant by which they've been set apart, right, mm-hmm. they consider it a common thing, and they insult the spirit of grace, Hebrews ten twenty nine. then Jesus comes and he judges them. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. judges his people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peter tells us, for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first... What will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? First hmm. Peter four seventeen. You see, there's there is judgment on the church. Right, right. Some would say only the church is made up of regenerate church members. Well, then why is God putting their lampstands out? Right. In the book of Revelation. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, I totally see it. There are people called church in the ecclesia, in the assembly, mm-hmm. whether it's called church in the Old Testament, in the Septuagint, the mm-hmm. Greek translation, mm-hmm. or the New Testament, the ecclesia has members in it that are sometimes apostate. They fall from grace. They're severed from Christ. Right. And they are judged. Mm-hmm. Examples. New Testament, Ananias and Sapphira. Mm-hmm. Right. The Corinthians, who are profaning the Lord's Supper and not discerning the body, mm-hmm. they are getting sick, and some are even dying. Mm-hmm. 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 Hebrews 10.30, the Lord will judge his people. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 12, 24, see to it that you do not refuse him who is speaking. John 5, 22, for not even the Father judges anyone, but he has given all judgment to the Son. Mm. Amen. Also, Matthew 5, 17 through 19, Philippians 2, 11 through 13, Romans 15, 9, 
so there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There is a covenant that Jesus mediates right. and judges and cuts off branches from within. Yes. What, if, what happens to one of his servants who does not forgive? They are not forgiven. Yes, and they are sent off to be tortured and tormented. What happens to a servant that doesn't turn a profit on what he is given and instead buries his talent in the ground? It's taken from him and given to somebody else. Right. What happens to the the tares? The tares are cut down and from the wheat field, and they're burned. That's right. On the judgment day. Correct. Same field, though. Same field. The rain falls on both fields, the thorny and the fruitful. Right. But when there's no fruit over a period of time... It's burned up. It's judged. Right. The seed falls on various types of soils, right. and it grows up in the rocky soil, and it grows up in the um, hot and sunny soil, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it bears no fruit, and eventually it dies out. Right. You see, what is the seed? It's the gospel. Mm. They're receiving it to some extent. Mm-hmm. 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 This is how we understand the category of apostate. When they fall away, they're truly falling away from something. Right. And the punishment of that is mediated by Jesus Christ in the new covenant. They're falling away from the covenant. Paul says in Hebrews, he says, how much worse it is in the new covenant than the old. I mean, he's comparing it to the wilderness generation. He's saying, see that you do not right. fall away from a lack of faith through evil unbelief like they did in the wilderness. Right. If right. someone sinned against Moses in that time period, they died according to the witnesses of two or three witnesses. They died. How much worse, he says, mm-hmm. it is if you profane the blood of the new covenant. Mm-hmm. He is comparing. Mm-hmm. He is contrasting. It is clear with a simple reading that there is judgment on those who are in the new covenant. Ooh. Not everyone called into the covenant is chosen and elect. That's right. That's right. Amen. We do not believe in an only regenerate church membership. Right. Right. Not that anyone could ever possibly know that anyway, for the secret things are hidden from us. Mm. Who is elect according to the eternal decrees of God is unknown to us. Mm-hmm. We objectively judge the fruits, mm-hmm. what we can see with our own eyes. That's right. All right. So that's Christ, the mediator of a two-edged sword of the new covenant. Man. And this is very important because when you're raising your children up in the faith, you need to remember, if you're not being a good steward, if they're not going to believe the promises, there's judgment that awaits the house of God. Mm. Judgment begins at the house of God. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. He, he will put out the lampstand of any church that does not remain faithful to him. That is a real, genuine warning. They're not hypothetical warnings. Right. He's not just trying to motivate us with a stick, waving it fast around our face. It's not some invisible spiritual promise. It is real. a real threat if you fall away mm. you will be judged by jesus christ mm. he will separate you like a goat you will say to him lord lord i didn't i prophesy in your name and didn't i cast out demons in your name he will say depart from me you worker of iniquity i never knew you mm. Ooh, guys sit on that one for a little while Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of our series of podcasts on infant baptism and all the presuppositions and things that are underneath that. Um, You can find all of our podcasts anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts or Amazon or Spotify, any of those places. Like, subscribe, um, share with your friends, give us a review, all those kind of things. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining us again.